Before we start today's episode, I want to try something new. I realized how much of my everyday train of thought can be summarized by my reaction to TikToks and Reels. And so I've decided to incorporate that into my podcast. Yeah, here are my reactions to my three favorite Reels that I watched this week. At the beginning of this year, I bought a bunch of tickets. I had a lot of money saved that I had saved through throughout last year. But yes, I'm always buying tickets, all right? Because I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I am going somewhere every year. And I'm taking multiple flights. And I'm at the point where I'm buying flights now for March of 2024 and for May of 2024. Let's be real, I can't buy past May of 2024 because I'm broke. <laughs> but if you're broke and you still got enough money to buy like four flights, yeah, you're not that broke. <laughs> Yeah, you all are not brothers or sisters of mine. I love myself a good hot cup of coffee or a cup of tea. First of all, iced coffee is an incredibly American creation because I I never seen that anywhere else. What the fuck? Who the fuck came up with that? That's an incredibly American thing. And that's why I respect y'all. Y'all would create the most ridiculous shit and get the world to love it. Props to America sometimes. Uh, no props for the colonization, the killings, and the slavery, and the wars across the world, but props for your iced coffee, I guess. Seventy-five years. That's how much time you get if you're lucky. Seventy-five years, seventy-five winters, seventy-five springtimes, seventy-five summers, and seventy-five autumns. When you look at it like that, it's not a lot of time, is it? And I'm going to end on a silvering one. And this is cheesy, but it's the most factual thing that can ever be said. Your time on earth is limited. And throughout COVID and through the experiences that I've had in my life and through the times in my life where I've flirted with death, I don't know if I told you this, but I've been held at gunpoint before. I've seen my parents on the brink of life or death before. My dad had a heart attack. My mom was once stabbed. My whole family was once held at, was once held at gunpoint. There's so many 
aspects of my life that have put me at the brink of life or death. When you're exposed to death, when your life is surrounded by events like that, there's no way you cannot feel you cannot feel the limited aspect of life. You cannot feel the finality of what death is. And so if you take that into account, if you live that, if you're currently around that, if that idea is currently oscillating through your brain, then a real like this, that reminds you that at best, you have 75 years, 75 years, and even less, given our age right now, to do everything you want to do right now. And I'm speaking from a position, of course, of privilege, where I have some abilities of movement, I have some ability of discovery. If you live in America, if you're even in the middle class or further up in America, you have that much choice, you have that much opportunity, you have that much freedom to live. And that sounds so cheesy to me as an African child, that sounds like the most cheesy shit I've ever heard. But bitch, we only got 75 years. Fuck it. On my dying bed, I'm not gonna be mad about how cheesy I was. To love harder, to live more, and to live more freely. last summer I somewhere in the middle of my journey and of my travels I decided that I was willing to alter parts of myself that let's not put it that way I was willing to work on some of the things that I was willing to try to change and some of that was the way in which I spoke to others the way in which I made others feel And the way in which I feel about myself. As during the past six months, I've realized that the more I extend grace to others, the more I'm willing to start every new conversation, every new interac interaction from scratch, forgetting all the feelings that I've had about a specific person because of a previous interactions, interaction. The more I open myself to others, the more... I liked me. There are flaws that I see in myself that I'm a lot more comfortable with because I'm, and I think that's because I'm willing to extend grace to other people, to what I perceive to be other people's flaws. And so, in that sense, this past six months have been the best six months of my life. I don't think I've ever been as connected to me, to my body, to my brain as I have in the past six months. And I really don't think I've been as peaceful and as happy and as in community as I've been in the past six months. Because approaching everyone with positivity, with positivity, as cheesy as that sounds, even to me right now, and it sounded cheesy to me my whole life. What the fuck do you mean positivity if shit is going terribly? 
Like, why do I have to be positive? You're feeling bad, you're feeling horrible. At some point, someone has to inject an opposite emotion. And that someone can be yourself. And what that leads me to, to reflect on, leads me to reflect on the number of relationships that I could have had. As positive as this year has been, as community building as this year has been, as peaceful and as happy as these six months have been for me, they've created a lot of regret. Not because of something I didn't do for the past six months, but for all the things that I could have done for the first 26 years of my life. For all the time where I unnecessarily injected negativity into a conversation by being quote-unquote honest or being quote-unquote real with someone. For all the relationships that I started building and I cut short because of the energy that I was giving out. But I want to conclude with how grateful I am for the people with whom I'm still in community, for the people who have built with me, for the people who have been with me, even through that con- the constant wave of negativity that I injected into every interaction I had with them. And what I've realized is that the people who have stayed with me for this long, the people who I consider friends today, those people are incredibly incredibly positive they bring an incredible amount of joy and happiness and laughter into every interaction they are in and so at the end of the day they were still net positive i come in with my fire of negativity and somehow the interaction still ends up being positive because they injected so much happiness into that interaction i'm grateful that there are people like that in the world But what, what we don't realize is how draining, what I'm sad about is how draining that must be for them. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you join me again next time for 15 more minutes of reflection. I'm Georges, and this is culturally speaking.